0: the 24th 2023 a date which shall live in infamy. So they perp walked Don John of Mar-a-Lago, they perp walked him into the Fulton County jail, fingerprinted him or whatever and then took his milk shot. Right click that picture, because people like him pictures. Right click that picture and save it to your hard drive. Your kids are going to want to see it. I want it on a t shirt. Yeah, I'd like to have it on. That's a great idea, Maggie. We should make some some Trump t shirts, maybe. Um, I don't know if he rehearsed that in a mirror or if he had Don Jr. or, or Melania coaching him, and he, um, <laughs> did, he did, did he have an acting coach? or did, Because that is a pose. It just so happens that the light, that the lighting that they use at the Fulton County Jail uh, kind of gives it an eerie, uh, uh, the, the the shadowing on Trump's face is eerie. It's almost like there's a backlight there too. If you're a photographer, P D D C O, you know, or P D C C O, you know what I'm talking about. It's al- it almost looks like the, 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 there's a backlight there. It's like he had the Kardashian crew there. He did have the Kardashian crew there. Uh, uh, Maggie, can you at least try to use your your microphone? Uh, I, 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 I I we're short one cable here. I'm going to go into town. I'm going to go find me a music store and go uh, grab a cable. So on Monday. We have everything that we need, so we're one cable short. So she has to actually do the uh, Ed Sullivan Show juggling of the headphones act: uh, one headphone that has a microphone attached to it, and then one that does uh, uh, that has the actual headphones <laughs> that has the actual uh, the headphones attached to it. I don't think mm-hmm. uh, can it, you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay, great. So you're saying myself, the, the the Kardashians were, were, were? No, I was saying because you know Kim Kardashian travels with her entourage that does her hair and makeup. The crew was there obviously. <laughs> they did a pretty good job, didn't they? They did. And, and so here's a, a couple of takeaways from this. Number 1, that look. Dude, that is like Joe 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 Save your little save your little souvenir. Joe, save it cuz you're going to need it. I have a very, very special Set of skills, Joe. I know where you are and I'm going to find you, Joe. Gonna find you. I'm coming for you, Joe. I'm coming for you. You failed, Joe. I'm not giving up. I'm not gonna give up now. That is the look of determination. That is the look of okay, you've had your fun. Enough is enough. I'm coming to kick your ever loving ass mm-hmm. this- and your right. crack horse son and anyone else in your little skinny scarecrow looking attorney general you're all going to go down. You're going to rue the day and your little uh, your little black woman puppet that you put up to this. You're all going to rue the day that you did it. So enjoy your little moment today. Get your jollies and your rocks off today because the enjoyment. You have reached peak Trump infamy, Joe. Peak infamy. I mean, folks, that look tells you everything you need to know. By the way, by the by, the enemy, if you're a DeSantis fan, I'm going to try to minister to you as a, and give you a DeSantisism, same thing as an exorcism, uh, give you a DeSantisism. You need to divorce yourself from that, like right about now. If you go to the pages of the Wall Street Journal today, you will find... Did you print it? No, you didn't. Did you print my uh, WSJ editorial from Carl from Rove? Uh, I'll send it to you in signal. Uh, it's okay, I can pull it up. There's an editorial in the Wall Street Journal today from none other than uh, the evil mastermind Carl Rove. They've they've enlisted now the usual suspects in the the Decepticon Corps. Trump looks beatable in early states. Majorities in Iowa and New Hampshire don't back him. More defections may come. By the way, I think I have my... I had to work on my... um, I gotta work on my, uh, my, my the the placement for my special effects, but I do have somewhere on. Uh, I have to work on it during the break. I do have my uh, my uh, seed, so seed, so see, so see, so see. It's there. I just I, I got <laughs> I gotta refigure out how to use because I don't use this mixing board. More defections may come. Oh, really? Hmm. Who knew that more defections may come? More defections may come. Here's the statistic that he's using. He, he's using that Trump is not winning a majority of all voters in Iowa and New Hampshire. Carl Rove is. Carl Rove is shadow running DeSantis's campaign. Yeah. The Bush family is backing it. Rove is the pollster. Mm-hmm. So you can see that it's not just the Democrats that want to get rid of Trump. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's not just the Democrats. The Mitch McConnells and the people that actually hold the money and call the shots in the Republican Party. They want to get rid of him too. They can't continue with business as usual. Now, he's not that hostile to him, so I don't know. It it must just be that he's not controllable and that they, uh, they can't just uh, manipulate him like a uh, like a marionette puppet. That has to be the thing here. So Rove is writing this piece. So let me tell you, real clear, politics, politics average has him at 55.9% while the rest of the field and the undecided just total 44.1%. Yet nominations are decided, not by national polls, by state caucuses. Now get this. Rove says that Trump is now beatable because he's only polling 42% in Iowa. Only. 42% in Iowa. And he's only polling 49% in New Hampshire, is he smoking crack? this is while there are seven other candidates that are divvying up the remainder of the uh, the remainder of the of the choices on any given poll. The fact that he's almost near majority, almost near at or near fifty percent in both of the two early states uh, should tell you that this is obviously a race for second base. Now I'm just going to say it again. Anyone that would that, that that okay, look, it's a it's a contest, and you actually have to go out and you have to go out and you have to run it and you have to win the race, right? Uh, nobody argues with that. But as I was talking about uh, yesterday, uh, when it comes to presidential politics, the way it works, folks, the way it works is for the Democrat Party, and for the Republican Party, uh, unless it's an off year, unless there is no incumbent, then it, it's whose turn is it? Trump was the exception to that because in 2015, who was the early front runner? Who I was even saying on the Sirius XM Patriot channel at that time who was going to be the nominee. Well, it was obviously going to be the one who could raise and my whole take was based upon who could raise the most amount of money. Well, you could figure out who that was and that was Low Energy Jeb as Trump called him. But there was nothing inside that suit there was nothing there, and when he got on the debate stage with the star of uh, the uh, uh, the, print, the apprentice and the art of the deal and what and the author of the art of the deal and then and the second art of the deal and whatnot, and the CEO and the founder of Trump International, uh, low energy Jeb looked like a child. They all looked like children. They were running around like it was a kindergarten class, and he was the instructor. <laughs> That's how one-sided those, uh, I must be the only person that remembers this. He wasn't due that nomination. He won that nomination because he had the best things to say. He had the things that identify with most people. I keep hearing some of you people going like, I don't, Trump's not this, he's not offering anything new. What new do you need? What new do we need? I think we need old He just wants to do the border wall. Well, I think he should do the border wall. He just wants to make America great again. Well, I think we should make America great again. He's not going to deal with any of the woke stuff and this and that and the other. Maybe some of that will have to take care of itself, and maybe you and I have to take care of that. Hopefully, he won't exacerbate that. I don't think that he will. What happened yesterday, ladies and gentlemen? That's a Time Magazine cover. That's a Life Magazine, an old Life Magazine, which is not a thing any longer. That's an old Life Magazine cover photograph. That is a moment. Did you see, uh, who's the guy, uh, Maggie, who's the guy, uh, uh, the Georgia representative who's calling for the special session? Colvin, Coleman, Uh, Colston? uh, Colton Moore. Who? Colton Moore. Colton Moore. Colton Moore posted, he was there. He actually went to the courthouse. He waited for the, uh, the president to get there. He actually videotaped it. Smartphone, and uh, he might have even streamed it live, and then he uploaded it. You can find it on his Twitter feed, and you can see that there's a motor, there, there's 10, 12 motorcycle guys, police officers that lead the kind of the motorcade, and then there's the beast. Of course, Trump's the, <laughs> the or the uh, the away team version of the beast that's in Georgia uh, with the okay. So there's a there's a car in black. It's got blue lights on it, and and then the beast is next and then there's a couple cars to bring up the rear and then there's more motorcycle cops this thing comes rolling into the Fulton County Courthouse and and of course, Trump gets out, and then he walks into the courthouse, and kind of as is on his way in, uh, he uh, steely-eyed. He just, he's just a man determined. Let's get this over with. Come on, jackass. Let's do this. Um, he goes in, and, he, and, he, and then he poses for this mugshot, basically. Which again, this is this is a photograph. It's going to be again. Right-click it before Google can delete it all instances. Uh, now they don't want to delete it today. They're going to want to delete it though when they have to pay for their crimes. They'll want. To delete it here. That is the look of Liam Neeson in the movie Taken. (laughs) It really is. No, it it is the look of. I want you to listen to me. I have a very specific set of skills. Give me my daughter back right now. Walk away. And I won't harm you. But if you don't, I will find you. I will kill you. (laughs) That's that look. But I want to make another comparison here, because this should not happen. This is a date, truly, that should live in infamy. This is the date that the United States of America truly crossed a Rubicon. And in the six years uh, that we've all gotten to know Don John of Manhattan, or the seven years, since 2015, I guess, so seven years uh, that we have all become acquainted with Trump, uh, what he thinks about things, uh, his family, and his public persona, um, uh, at the end of seven years, I feel like I, I kind of know what to expect from the man and what he's done, uh, or what he's capable of doing, uh, and what he has done and hopefully what he might do into the future here uh, in those seven years nothing could have prepared anyone for what happened yesterday it's almost it, it's, it, I'm, I'm almost incredulous about this because here you have the fairy tale story book ending teed up all we gotta do is, is make the gimme par putt but instead of making a, a instead of the World Economic Forum, ourselves sides stakeholders, instead of letting us make, tap the gimme in, and beginning the end of this dreadful saga of human existence, that is, this, this millennia, this century is just awful, awful. They launched the Corona Doom on us. Not to his credit, he was not prepared. Nope. To his credit, he fought them from January to March. He fought them for three months. Well, everyone, or two, for two months, while everyone was telling Mr. President, you need to get serious about this. This virus is going to kill hundreds, tens of millions of people in America. He did fight them. He, his instincts told him, no. Don't do it, Donald. Don't do it. We're going to go down in history as a loser if you do this. His instincts were correct. and It was at that moment we had the par putt. It's my duty and job today as your kind, humble host to bring you back to January, of uh, the year that was 2020. Not many people remember that year, apparently. Fewer, fewer people uh, remember uh, the good things that were going on, so let me take you back Let me take you back Trump gave a delayed. They were demanding that he do it on January the 20th. He refused, uh, because there were some scheduling conflicts. Instead, he delivered the State of the Disunion speech somewhere around I forget the date. Maggie can look it up and and, and correct me. Somewhere around February the 5th or 10th, somewhere up in there. And if you'll remember that speech, it was the highest flying economy. Inflation was almost nothing. Home sales were back at pre-Obama levels. Uh, unemployment was like at 2.8%. Basically, there was no unemployment. Gas was $1.60 a gallon. Uh, Your indicators of, of, and I realize that these are secular, not part of Christendom things here, but uh, by secular measures, things were going very well in January and February of the year that was 2022. Am I the only one that remembers this? Remember, Trump gives the State of the Union a speech, and he invites El Rushbo. Rush rushes there, and he calls him out, and he gives him uh, the, Congre- uh, the presidential medal of Free- freedom. remember Melania yeah. puts it around his neck. Yeah. Uh, that the the some of the angel moms are there who have finally gotten some justice for because the border has now uh, been shut down. Things are going well. Remember the uh, the weekend after uh, the Sunday after the state of the dis- uh, the state of the disunion uh, was. The Daytona 500. That, that's what they were saying in It was the Daytona 500. Uh, we were all feeling pretty good about ourselves. We were feeling co- pretty good about America. It's okay to feel good about America every now and then, folks. We live here. You can go and whine and carp and complain about the state of the church and ha- rotten moral things or abortion was still legal and all that. Okay, fine. Lots of problems. Lots of yeah, terrible, awful problems. But at that point in time, in February, early February of 2020, things were looking pretty well. And well, it, 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 it was looking like that the demon crant party was probably going to nominate this senile, hateful old man who was going to get crushed by the surging Donald Trump uh, and the surging United States, which was doing very well. We weren't involved in any wars. Troops were being drawn, uh, were being brought home. Things were going pretty well. There was a new steel manu- uh, manufacturing plant that was going to open somewhere, uh, I-, I want to say, in Corpus Christi, Texas. Manufacturing was actually coming back. Things were, st- were looking very well. The Sunday of the Daytona 500. Air Force One buzzes the crowd at Daytona, lands nearby, and then Trump hops into the Beast, and he is the pace car for the Daytona 500. It's broadcast around the world. He says he's so proud and he's so honored to be a part of this great American race, and with all the drivers and the hundred thousands of fans that were there, and I'll never forget this. And he said, I "Just want you all to be safe today, and just have a great race. Be safe, and, and I love you. I love all of you." President says that. What, what man? As, as, as all of you nitpick at him. Who does that? That was early February yep. of 2020. That was the end, folks. That, that was our par putt. That was the gimme. Tiger Woods steps up to the ball, taps it in from two feet away. Bammo! game over. Game over, man. Game over. What a funny thing happened on the way to the gimme. They happened. They launched the Corona Doom. They got to all those governors. They empowered all those 10 horn dictator mayors, school boards, etc. As I was saying at the time, go back and listen to the COVID Chronicle show every day, weekday here uh, on the Crusade Channel at noon. We were chronicling this. As it was happening in real time. As they were talking about lockdowns. We were all staring on in horror going, they're not going to do that. They're not going to get away with that. Sure as hell did. They happened, folks. The par putt. became a chip from off the green. The chip from off the green became a pitch from 80 yards. The pitch from 80 yards became a three iron from 220. The three iron from 220 became a three wood, or a three metal from 280. The three metal from 280 became a 610 yard par six. And then they just put us in the clubhouse and said, you're not allowed to play anymore. We ended the game. You lose. They fabricated this need to have mail-in balloting. Do you remember this? you remember in April of 2020, in one of his press conferences, or he called a press conference, when the first state was talking about doing mail-in balloting, Donald John Trump, who was president, said what? This is terrible for our country. This is terrible for our country. Our country doesn't need this. Our country has always had, a we always go to the polls and vote. He knew it. He saw it right then. He knew he was screwed. Yet he was powerless to stop it. Every indicator going into the election of 2020 was that Biden was going to get clobbered. It was going to be a 300 plus electoral vote landslide. It wasn't even going to be close. Truth be known, it wasn't close. But they had other designs and other intentions. The par putt now is just a thing of the past, isn't it, my friends? We can all now maybe stroll down memory lane and remember that we we were this close. This close? You know, I lived in the 1980s, and I actually liked the 1980s. How about you? How many of you have fond memories of the 1980s? I do. Uh, I actually remember the good things that happened during the the, the second Reagan term, even going on up into the uh, the near the midpoint of the first Bush term, before he decided, or before he pulled the trigger, on the first of the New World Orders, which was the invasion of Iraq and and the creation of the military superstate, and then the commitment that the United States was not going to let the Russians stop being Soviets, but was going to treat them as if they were Soviets. It didn't matter what they did. But the 1980s were, they were a pretty good time, I think. Some decent music, some decent films came out. Top Gun came out in the 1980s. There were several others. We we you know, we were introduced to the Terminator, in, uh, for example, in the, in, the, in the 1980s. My point is, during that second term, Reagan's second term, there was a relative sense of calm. Uh, The interest rates came down, the economy was growing, people had jobs, kids were going off to school, people felt pretty good about themselves and about being Now Again, I am not making any social commentary so you can just stop it in the chat room if you're doing it. I'm not making any social commentary on all of the things that were about to go wrong with morality and with homos and all that stuff. Just please, just stow it for a minute. Well, it seemed to me that in early 2020, Sons, the, rain, the, the Rainbow Purification League's ascendancy, um, uh, remember, later on, uh, we would find out just uh, a, a year after, uh, or a year into Biden's first term, that another thing that Trump had accomplished was putting the justices on the Supreme Court that would ultimately bring Roe versus Wade to an end. So the point being that we, there are no gimme pots left folks. We're, we're just trying to break out of the clubhouse and get to the damn tea box now. The imprisonment, the booking, the the, the attempt to embarrass Trump yesterday is going to fail. It's going to backfire. I, I have to say this in context, so please forgive me. Remove your children for a couple of seconds if you need to. So, five, four, three, two. Two One There's a bunch of black men Outside that courthouse Yesterday They had t-shirts On niggas for Trump <laughs> I had to say in context Because that's what The t-shirt said Niggas for Trump There's a guy That's on Twitter And he was posting videos All day long and and, and and there were even women There were black women Going man it ain't right They did it to black folk All the time All the time They do this to us They book us too They take pictures of us too We did nothing wrong Just in the, So this is completely This completely Should not be happening do not let this moment be waste on, wasted on you, my friend. Gird your loins. They are not going to surrender the presidency. They are not going. They don't want to surrender the House of Representing again. Gird your loins. These people think that they are demonically entitled to rule. And what happened yesterday is what they think is the crowning jewel. Well, let me take you back to the date that was April the 12th, 1963. Anybody tell me what happened on April the 12th, 1963? On April the 12th, 1963, Martin Luther King Jr. was jailed in Birmingham, Alabama, after he defied a state court's injunction... Sound familiar? And led a march of black protest protesters without a permit, urging an Easter boycott of white-owned stores. A statement published in the Birmingham News, written by eight moderate white clergymen, criticized the march and other demonstrations. They didn't get the time that they were in either. This prompted King to write a lengthy response begun in the margins of the newspaper. He smuggled it out with the help of his lawyer, and the nearly 7,000 words were transcribed. The eloquent call for constructive, nonviolence, intention to force an end to unjust laws became a landmark document of the civil rights movement. The letter was printed in part or in full by several publications including the New York Post, Liberation Magazine, The New Leader, and The Christian Century. The Atlantic Magazine published it in the August uh, 1963 issue under the headline The Negro Is Your Brother. Folks, remember that date, April the 12th, 1963.